bloody thing. What's the problem? This laptop. Why do they have to make these things so complicated? What do you mean complicated? It's a laptop, not the fucking space shuttle. Let me see. I, I don't think you'd know about this. It's iTunes. The library's gone all weird. Why wouldn't I know about iTunes? I've got iTunes. You've got iTunes? What am I? From the past? Yes, I've got iTunes. Which I use to update my iPod. You've got an iPod? Stop being incredulous. I'll stop being incredulous if you sort this out. Bugger me, it's a Mac. What's wrong? Don't you like money? Macs are better. Than what? Well, you know, normal PCs are all a bit geeky and serious. Macs are more user-friendly. User-friendly? It's outwitted you. How much did this cost? 800. 800 pounds? And exactly what do you use it for? All sorts, really. That does... You use it for organising your music and looking at porn, same as everyone. Something which could quite easily be achieved with a copy of Razzle and a fucking shelf. There. Sorted. What was wrong? You changed the location of the library so iTunes couldn't find it. All back where it belongs, all your banging Europop wanks safe and sound in one place. Yes, because I'm that much of a musical cliché. As it happens, I was just listening to Leonard Cohen. Which one? I'm your man. Ha! See? Europop wank. Leonard Cohen's not Europop wank. I'm your man is. It sounds like Kylie with the vocals slowed down. Oh, come on, you can't compare Leonard Cohen Two words. Fucking jazz police. Case rested. Yeah, all right, case conceded. I'll tell you what would be good, though. An iPad. An iPad? What do you want with an iPad? You've already got a Mac. Exactly how smug do you want to be? Oh, they're really nice pieces of kit. Nice pieces of kit? You can fucking stop that for a start. You sound like Jeremy Clarkson. Oh, come on. They're amazing. You can do all sorts with them. I don't deny it. There was an exhibition at the Tate devoted entirely to art created on iPads. That ferret-faced fuck from Blur created an entire album using nothing but an iPad, which, if it wasn't almost certainly unlistenable wank, would be quite an achievement. There you go. But you're just going to fuck your time away playing Angry Birds. I could read books. Oh, there's a far more impressive piece of technology for reading books. Oh, you mean a Kindle? No, I mean a fucking book. Cheap, portable, and you won't shit yourself if you drop it in the bath. Which is never a good place to shit yourself. I saw someone the other day with an iPad who was using it to read the Metro. I don't like to be judgmental. Balls. But I'm surprised that someone who reads the Metro knows how to work an iPad. I'm surprised that someone who reads the Metro knows how to work a newspaper. You know the problem with my iPod, though? It's full of Leonard Cohen's rave period. It hasn't got a radio. Well, good. Any medium that continues to provide Steve Wright with work is clearly flawed beyond usage. What have you got against Steve Wright? Fucking factoids. Does he still do them? I remember them from when I was a boy. God remembers them from when he was a boy. They're rubbish as well. Factoid, the sea is made of lots and lots of bits of water. Factoid, dogs are hairy. Factoid, my name is Steve Wright. Was it him who did that? Our tune. My mum used to love that. Our tune was fucking shocking. It was that bastard Bates. Linda was an ordinary 28-year-old from Tunbridge fucking Wells, except she had her head growing out of her arse. Life was tough, but Linda made the best of it. That was it. Even as a kid, I remember it being really mawkish and horrible. Linda would invariably find a fleeting moment of joy with a lorry driver called Colin, but he turned out to be something awful like a fascist dictator or a werewolf. Then Bates would give a bit of faux sympathy about what it's like to have your head grow out of your arse and play fucking Phil Collins. And that's radio. Unspeakable. Yeah, but you don't get our tune on the radio anymore, though. And that's its primary selling point. Radio. No longer featuring our tune. It's still mainly a load of bastards not playing records you don't like, though. Yeah, but the point is that you might hear some quality music you didn't know. 
Expand your horizons. Take Six Music, a radio station entirely populated by sentient haircuts. I like Six Music. They play really good music. And don't they love to go on about it? But shouldn't it be a given that they play good music? It's not difficult. I do it all the time. I turn on my iPod and play some good music. I don't bang on about it to everyone. You are at the moment. The point is, the very least that a radio station should do is play good music. What about Radio 4? Oh, fuck off. In half an hour, Yorkshire playwright Bert Gitt discusses his collection of stones. It's not all like that. Radio is music interspersed with bastards talking balls, and Radio 4 doesn't bother with the music. So, your contention would be that radio should just be a series of songs that you like? Obviously. Otherwise, it's just a waste of everyone's time, and you may as well just listen to your own music. Which is why it's good that your iPod doesn't have a radio on it. Q-E-fucking-D. So what sort of music do you listen to, then? I'm thinking there's a lot of Beethoven and Wagner. Doomy, dramatic and German. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen? Oh, God. All that maudlin rubbish about steelworkers. Maudlin? Steelworkers? Actually, yes, I'll grant there does seem to be an awful lot of songs about steelworkers. But Maudlin? Have you not heard Born to Run? He's a broken hero on a last chance power drive. Is he? How many power drives do you get before the last chance, then? How dare you be sarcastic about the boss! I'm going to force you to listen to Darkness on the Edge of Town until you renounce Erasure forever. Oh, right, yeah, I'm gay, so I like Erasure. Good one. Very clever. See what you did there. Although... It is weird that people assume your sexuality can dictate your music taste. You know, for someone who doesn't like Bruce Springsteen, that is a remarkably salient point. Depending on which hole I aim for during the act of Congress, I go to a different aisle in the record shop. iTunes would have to change its classification system. Arse music or vagina music? Hmm. I think The Guardian gave away a free CD of vagina music only last week. So I went to this wedding last year. Really? I watched it on the telly. He was bald and her sister had a fat ass. They played Kate Bush as they were walking out of the registry office. A bit screechy for a wedding, isn't it? But that's what I thought. What would you go for if you got married? The intense humming of evil by the Manic Street Preachers. I think if I got married I'd go for something like... Rent by the Petrol Boys? Feeling Good by Nina Simone. It's sentimental, isn't it? Well, it is a wedding. Just saying. Seriously, what would you go for? I don't know. I've still got that CD of vagina music. I love a wedding, don't you? No, I fucking don't. Oh, come on. What can you possibly have against a wedding? You get to see all your friends and family who you haven't seen for ages. Look, if I haven't seen my old friends and family for ages, then there's probably a very good reason for it. And the last thing I want to do is spend hours talking to them over cheap, happy, shopper-fucking, sparkling Vimto-alike wine. Oh, come on. It's lovely. Everybody's happy. Only because they're all so utterly fuckfaced that Oliver Reed would think it was all getting a bit out of hand. That's all part of the fun. Tits it is! You know why people get married about one and then don't eat until five? It's so they can get you battered on an empty stomach so that no one realises what a fucking boring afternoon they're having. Right. So, not a fan of weddings then? I've got a question. Is it how babies are made? You wouldn't be interested. How long do you think you should know someone before getting married? Please tell me this isn't going where I think it is. Okay. Here goes. Me and Jason are going to get married. Buggering hell. Oh, congratulations, Ian. You must be so happy. I've never heard anything so ridiculous. What is your problem? You've known him 20 minutes. And you're about 12. Six months and 29. Exactly. 
What do you mean, exactly? I mean, you've known him six months. Six fucking months. You don't even know what he does for Christmas. He might open his presents on Christmas Eve. Then where would you be? We're in love. Oh, grow up. I am. I've grown up and fallen in love. It's what people do. So go and be in love. Moon about, write poetry, watch Julia Roberts films, buy a fucking puppy if you must. But this infantile idea of marriage... Is it so wrong to want to state our love and commitment to each other in front of our friends and family? It's a desperate attempt to cling to a romantic ideal. What is that supposed to mean? It means you're not two starry-eyed desperate lovers whose passion could sink the world and his farts smell and you pick your feet and rather than just accept that, you want to go through this pantomime to convince yourselves that you're somehow still special. God! You really are a cynical old bastard. Cynicism? It's not cynicism. It's realism. Oh, yeah, realism. And then there'll be you, lying on your deathbed, lonely and alone and hating the world, going, See? I told you I was realistic. We all die on our own. What? You expect Jason to be sitting there holding your hand while you're pissing into a bag? He'll have long since fucked off. You know, for a while you had me fooled. I thought all that bluster and... Fucking zoos, fucking magazines, fucking lampshades was just pose. Just a cover for a decent bloke. It's not, is it? I thought I was sitting here with someone nice. You'll recall that I never fucking asked you to sit here, did I? Fine. I won't then. I can't help noticing that you're still sat there. There's no other seats on the carriage. You really do live by your principles, don't you? Of what? I'm supposed to storm off in a huff? I really can't be bothered. Well, that's me fucking told. You've really given me something to think about by your desperate act of just sitting there. Are you saying you don't want me sitting here? Do what you like. I don't fucking care. Well, look, the train gets in in 20 minutes. I'll do a big dramatic walk-off then if it'll make you happy. So, you got nothing more to say to me? No congratulations? No, I hope you'll both be happy. No, it's a fucking farce. You'll spend a couple of months talking about whether to have salmon or chicken, and then you'll have a big row about who does the flowers, and it'll be back to shagging strangers in public toilets. Public toilets? What am I, a tramp? I thought gay people had sex in toilets. I'm not Charles Hawtrey. This isn't the 1960s. I've got a bed. Well, don't be fucking pedantic. The point really was that you'll be shagging strangers, not the location in which you'll be doing it. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. Ah, we've arrived. Perfect timing for your big dramatic walkout moment, I'd have said. Give my love to your fiancé. Go screw yourself, Cooper. You massive arsehole. Cooper is an off-target production written by Neil Tolfrey, starring Andy Costello, Mike Chowney and Jim Calderwood. 